want to assemble a task force of the most dangerous people on the planet who I think can do some good. They're bad guys. Exactly. And if anything goes wrong, we blame them. We have built-in deniability. What makes you think you can control them? since I actually got the intro right and we didn't have to do it over again. So we're here for um, this week's podcast basically to talk about the state of the union and pop culture. That's all we're going to talk about. And if you're a loyal listener to this podcast, you know one thing. Whenever I do shit like this or say shit like this or say, hey, (laughs) we're going to talk about Game of Thrones or Drake. We all know what that means. We really didn't have a topic. We didn't do any research. (laughs) And it's off the dome. Straight freestyle. <laughs> Straight. That's, 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 hey, 2020 is fucked up. It don't make no sense planning nothing. I had a great plan for what this podcast should be. And as I was leaving work at like 7, I was like, listen, Andrew. <laughs> Trump just had a State of the Union where he just was a fucking a host of a show. A host of his reality TV show. So that's all this is going to be. He's having a good 2020. He's having a fucking great 2020. He's having a I'm not really gonna lie. good 2020. He's I can't even hate on this nigga. No, let's start with him. Uh, acquitted. Acquitted, right? S- still impeached. Still impeached, but acquitted um, from the impeachment trial. Mm-hmm. And then goes on to pardon people. And, and, not, and not okay niggas. Fuck up niggas. He pardoned Blagojevich. If you remember Blagojevich during the time. Know. You don't remember. Okay. I don't. So he was in Chicago during the Obama come up and... He was a Democrat, but this dude was, like, nefarious for being corrupt. He was just known as corruption. Blagojevich ended up being on The Apprentice, right? And then Trump says, listen, he spent eight years. I don't really know him that well. He knows him fucking well. He was on his show. He said he's, he spent eight years, but I don't know. I'll just commute the sentence. Mm. That's one thing. And then um, one of Trump's boys is um, about to be sentenced, and Trump is sending tweets and then talking to the Justice Department and being like, Y'all really could do him like that? Like, that's that's really... And imagine y'all really could do him like that being said by the president. And you're reading that, you'd be like, fuck, I really don't think I could do him like that. Trump is what happens if we were to become president. That's really what Trump is. Not all the sexual harassment and, and assault, but if we were to become president and you had family in jail, and you know our mothers, that the carry you know, your cousin been in jail a little while. Remember your Annie Margaret on your daddy's side? Well, he been in jail a little while. Just try and pardon him. Right? I, I spoke to Della recently. I told her he would try and do a little something. That's what Trump is doing. Trump looking up for niggas who either about to owe him a favor or he, he owed them a favor. Or, like, how the fuck during Black History Month do you award the Medal of Freedom to goddamn Rush Limbaugh? This nigga made fun of Michael J. Fox. This nigga said... The reason why he didn't get choked out is because he don't do crime. Talking about Eric Donner. So, that that one in particular, right? So, during the Trump State of the Union, when he gives a Medal of Freedom to Rush Limbaugh, I'm looking at that and saying, one, that's a bridge too far. He's basically spilled a lot of hateful rhetoric mm-hmm. into the culture mm-hmm. over and over and over again, and then did it after he got the medal, mm-hmm. where he said, um, talking about uh, Pete Buttigieg, saying that, the Democrats will never nominate him because if they nominate him during a debate with Trump, he's going to have to kiss his husband on the same stage as Trump, and that means America will never vote for him. Oh so regardless of if you think that's accurate or not, saying it 
is kind of hateful, and I'm I'm not because I, I didn't actually hear him say it, so I don't know the tone of what he was mm-hmm. saying in it. But that's the kind of thing that Rush Limbaugh traffics in. He traffics in something that's one a hypothetical, mm-hmm. but two it's gonna like say America is still homophobic, and I want to bring that up and highlight that and say regardless of this guy's idea or his ability to fix the country, this is why you shouldn't vote for him. And that's the kind of thing Rush Limbaugh does because he wants America to stay in that same make America great, like, 40s, 50s, 60s um, kind of mindset. And that's what he always does. And for for someone like Trump to always, I think, that's what he's reaching for. That's mm-hmm. the audience he wants. And he knows, like, listen, I'm going to check this off the box. Rush Limbaugh is going to be one of my guys. And as you're watching it, as I watched that, I was like, fuck, one, fuck Rush Limbaugh. Yeah. Two, man, is a good TV show. It's, it, and that's all you can say is like, this is a good TV show because doing that, because Rush Limbaugh's reaction is genuine. Because Melania had the shit in a fucking person that yeah. just pulled it out. Yeah. I was like, here you go. Yeah. And you can't tell me that wasn't a 10 minute before the thing. Hey, you got any more medals? I'm going to give one to Rush. That'll piss him off. And is, <laughs> is someone running around just being like, where the fuck is the Medal of Freedom? And then they go to some older person, some older White House scribe, and it's like, well, listen, you have to go to this and this and get this, this, and this done. And they're like, I don't fucking care. Just give me one replica that looks right. like it so she could put it on and be like, we get you the real shit later. That's an episode of the West Wing in an alternate universe 100%. where the Republicans are in charge. Every time I see a Trump news conference that goes left, every time I see him say something that's stupid, I'm like, are y'all not entertained? It's been, what, three, four years of Trump now, and I don't have Trump fatigue. Every time I see something, I go, what the fuck you say now? Like, I remember having fatigue for certain things, like the school shootings. I was like, okay, enough of this now. You know what I mean? Certain shit. But with him, I'm like, all right, well, let's see what he says today. Trump drops more albums than Drake. Every day, every day on Twitter, I wake up in the morning to see the top 20 trend. He is on there every He's dropping singles. Day. Let me tell you something. Life is good. That man loves Michael Bloomberg so much. They are, I want to say this. That was the highlight of They this are month. best friends. Because, yeah, like, cool. if there's anything Trump likes, he's like, look at this billionaire talking shit to me. So we can just talk shit back and forth. He doesn't respect Joe. You know why he don't respect Joe Biden? Because Joe Biden's always been a number two and lost right. in, in his presidential right. races. Mm-hmm. And for, for Bernie Sanders, he's like, I could beat Bernie Sanders on um, just, just by calling him socialist right. over and over again. Mm-hmm. But Bernie Sanders supporters are so, like, yeah, they're such in a fever pitch and so adamant about Bernie being great. That I don't know, but I could still go at him. So I believe he does respect Bernie. But Bloomberg is his kind of guy. He's a rich he New York talk, dude yeah. and talks like him. So Trump is like, this will be fun. Yep. And he old. R- never forget how old Trump is. So he's like, this shit fun. What he doesn't want to do is have to do Elizabeth Warren shit the whole time. No. He ain't going to have to be respectful of gals and whatever, whatever, whatever. He ain't going to have to shake her hand. And no. then she already proved that she won't shake Bernie's hand mm. for what she said Bernie did. Imagine what Trump would say. What the shit he has already said about her. Pocahontas. Any opportunity he has to call this guy Pocahontas, he's taking. Bernie Sanders apparently in a private conversation said to Elizabeth oh, yeah, Warren. Sorry, yeah. Said to Elizabeth Warren. You ain't going. I don't know if a woman could beat Trump in this climate. I just don't know because of how, like, the way he can move mm-hmm. anything. This is why we were almost going to have a media podcast, but fuck it. Mm-hmm. We don't do research. But that's why <laughs> that's why Bernie Bernie was said that to her. Be like, yo, I'm being real with you. She took that, ran with it, and then what did she do? Again, we should have do this podcast. Snitch. Shouted to the media about Snitch. what happened yeah. and then didn't shake his hand. 
after she already shook his hand on shit that she knew about. So this is the thing. You would never shake Trump's hand then based no. on that connotation. And Elizabeth Warren has basically fallen off. And it's Bloomberg, Bernie Sanders, and Pete. Do you think Bloomberg gets a nomination? Looking like it. It's fucking possible. He, he got the money. He got the fucking money. But yeah, when you got the money, and see, to your point, Trump and Bloomberg is like Christian Ingram. They get along behind doors, you know. I'm sure Bloomberg has been to all the parties, all the events. They've been chilling. And he's like, please run it. You serious? No, like, Bloomberg. Yeah, this could be fun. This could Bloomberg be so was like, fun. listen, I could put all y'all in the house in Houston, Texas, where no one could find you. They'll never fucking find you. Y'all straight, don't worry about it. No one could find you. Because you know Bloomberg. Don't I should have kept him. <laughs> but I like, I like, I like, what bothers me is, why hasn't Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders and Buttigieg been like, yo, you know what? We need to come back. We need to form like Voltron now. You're going to take this nigga down. Like, they're so separate, like, they're so fractured. The Democratic Party is fucking themselves. It reminds me of the, pl- loses the election. It reminds me of the plazas in Mexico in Narcos season season two. Um, <laughs> you know, just because their inability <laughs> to work together means you can never take out the Colombians. It means the Colombians can always be there. And then you... But I think that... You know what I, I think? I think that they are actually to an extent except for Elizabeth Warren working together. I think that trying to Hillary got to shut the fuck up. I'm glad she got to shut the she fuck up. She need to shut the fuck up. It ain't a time no more. No. The, you know who the two women who are now cuz I also believe that Elizabeth Warren is is out and as I've said this on the podcast before Elizabeth Warren whole thing was like she waited her turn It's like ain't no turns in this shit you got to go when you got to go. Mm. Is basically Amy Klobuchar and Stacey Abrams and Stacey Abrams is basically everyone's Favorite. vice presidential yeah. pick. So she don't have to do anything. If it's Bloomberg, Bloomberg can need the black vote, so he can need her. If it's Bernie, Bernie weak on the black vote, so he can need her. Mm. If it's Pete, Pete can need her. So it's basically Stacey Abrams or Amy Klobuchar, and that's it. That's all you got. Joe Biden is like, black people love me because Obama. And that's all he's relying on. That's all he got. That's all he got. But, like, Trump's 2020 has been very amazing. He is not – I mean – You know what I think is hilarious about Bloomberg, though? I feel like – if America was like, let's say Ingram for some reason moved to the states, and as and he's about all oh, like no minutes, let's say minutes about to move to the states, and he's running for president. I feel like people in New York are screaming at America right now, like, "Boy, Bloomberg is fucked up. Please believe us." And the, and America's like, "Nah, he got money. He cool. He's a Democrat." No, you know what they're like. <laughs> Everyone in New York who paid attention to Bloomberg are like. He is exactly like, like Trump. Trump. <laughs> he just believes a little bit more of what you believe. Is. He is your version of Trump. Do you want that? Or do you want better for the country? And that's what they keep screaming. And then they ke- like people would come with receipts on the stop and frisk stuff. And, uh, or and stuff. Good receipts. Good, re- good receipts. Vi- Andrew, it's not a statement or something that someone wrote. It's a video and audio of stuff Bloomberg said. Stop and, and Bloomberg is just like, yeah, I said it, and, like, I changed my opinion because, you know, I'm no longer <laughs> mayor. And people would be like, um, uh, Mr. Bloomberg, you, you said that in 2018. Two years is a long time. <laughs> a lot of shit could happen. And you just believe it, right? And now it's put Democrats in the position of, listen, I know we just spent all this time calling Trump racist. <laughs> and we got our own. We got our own, right? But Fuck Trump. <laughs> like, no matter what. And I think Larry Wilmore was on a podcast, and I heard him, and Larry Wilmore was like, y'all surprised white people are racist? 
but let's get out the more racist white person <laughs> and get like well, slightly less racist white person. And by, He's uh, like, remember George Bush? Yeah. And I feel like all the Andrew, like I feel, like, I, I call him tenth year season. I feel like the tenth year season. Democrats are like y'all, y'all, y'all. Don't lose focus. Whoever we pick ain't gonna be as bad as Trump. So please just vote Democrat. Don't do, don't let this divide us. They're like, no, Bloomberg, no, Warren, no. This is like, no, y'all, but then please, you know, this please, is why Stacey, this is why everyone bet the mortgage on Stacey Abrams for vice president. Because no matter who they pick, they can be like, as everything, please, black woman, save us. <laughs> All you gotta do, stand next to us on stage, you smile, and then you give us that, like, yo, you know, if something go wrong, Stacey Abrams is present. Just just be there for us. I and this, don't be Hillary Clinton. I saw this fucking perfect meme about black women that said, uh, fuck it, I'll do it. Every black woman. I said, that's fucking true. Stacey Abrams got, I would rather see her with Bernie Sanders and he die. Because he's probably going to, he, he's not going to survive for you. Andrew, all them all. No, but no, he but is you, on the, he, You know what's a touch of genius, though? That she didn't run. Because it, like, it could be like Kamala Harris or Stacey Abrams. Mm. And then if you're a conservative Democrat, you could just be like, Kamala Harris is a lot of black people too, so I feel like we good. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> they're like, no. <laughs> and by the way, there is, a, there is an element now. See, you see actually like with the Trump administration and, and, and Trump being elected, he exposed, just, just by effect of him being elected, he exposed a lot. We now start to see, because of Bloomberg, a lot of these racist-ass Democrats coming out, because they're like, boy, y'all complaining a lot for this nigga being racist. He's like, because he is. They're like, yeah, but. That yeah, but? He's like, oh, fuck. So Andrew, what you're saying to me is, let if me Trump ran as a Democrat, y'all can vote for this nigga. I listen to Pod Save America all the time. Mm. There's yada yada over so much shit. They say all the stuff about that's great about Bernie Sanders, and then yada yada it about... um. Yeah, but, like, the Democratic Party has one goal, to defeat Trump. That's so, it. like, no matter what Elizabeth Warren... And I, I listened to them, and I, like, listened for the cues, and they mm. would say... You were earlier talking about how Ben Shapiro would put qualifiers right. just in the middle of a statement, and they would do shit like that, and you have to be conscious of when people on the left mm-hmm. and when Democrats do it, because mm-hmm. they do that shit a fucking lot. All the fucking All time. the time, like... All the time. Mayor Pete is saying this, like... First of all, I'll take all of Wall Street's money, and I will work for them. I just want to be president so bad, so I don't care. I'll be the uber capitalist. Fuck socialism. Fuck any kind of social program. <laughs> Mayor Pete basically says that, or when people ask him about if he won't take, there was one clip where they asked him if he'll um, stop taking money from Wall Street, and Mayor Pete was like, no. This deadpan, just like, no, I ain't going to do it. What? No, what? This is why my thing about conspiracy theories. These people don't lie to you. They will just say it straight up. Yeah. They was like, I ain't got to hide shit. Remember the Panama Papers? Yeah. Where they released the fucking Panama Papers of, like, villain-esque levels of stolen wealth amongst billionaires. And niggas was like, oh, shit. This Drizzy, though. This nigga, dog. <laughs> Just re-watching. Like, the Panama Papers came out and no one... Can, like, they depend on you to be numb. They depend on you to be like, all right, well, what about gays and blacks? That's what's important. Eight Mile came out and everyone said, wait a second. What the fuck? What if we just do this all the time and just tell everyone how fucked up we are and then just wait for them to respond? Yep. yep. Black people was complaining about crime. What was your first rap album? Ever? Yeah. Uh, I think Machiavelli. Don't even matter. That nigga was talking, that nigga was talking no, but I, I say to say, he was talking about LA. Long time, we heard the crime. They're like, yo, two, two people in the bed, we broke, police killing us. White people was like, nah. 
we started recording it, they was like, well, he was struggling. Hey, these are the stats involved with this. I mean, okay, okay. but. <laughs> this is, is going to be a great segue, right? Because I was listening to um, a Bill Simmons podcast on the Rewatchables, and he was talking about higher learning. And higher learning came out about the nine. Movie. The movie. Okay. It came out in 95. It deals with, you know, race on college campuses. Mm. And then it got into, um, uh, there was actually a, a, like a foreshadowing of what Colin Kaepernick was dealing with in terms of kneeling for the National Anthem in America. Mm. But Bill Simmons was saying, like, how is a white person in Boston, Massachusetts, how this was all new to him. Mm-hmm. And Leslie Morris and Van were on the show with him and be like, Black people been knew this shit. This wasn't no revolution. Revolution. We were telling you. We're like this is the nineties. <laughs> like this, this is just what we. This is just life. They're like, oh shit, look at life on on TV now. <laughs> but for for white people in the nineties, this is a revelation. Because <laughs> <laughs> like you watch it now, because <laughs> you, you don't think like, damn. For white people, they don't know. Like they don't know. And that's don't like that's like the famous Dave Chappelle skit on Killing Me Softly when he said when they started publishing like the whole Rodney King and he's and he's mocking white people goes. They sit down eating breakfast like, honey, they've been beating niggers like hotcakes. Have you seen this? This is the New York Times. <laughs> it's like when like someone sends you a viral video, like, and it'll be like a month old. It'll be like, did you see this? We're like, We're like yeah. <laughs> yeah, I pay attention to shit that's happening. Yes, I have seen this. Fucking Timothy must be in the group that they say, boy, Drew. He, he's it's talking about Soka. No, boy, it's a group you need to fuck with. It's a who? Griselda, boy. My nigga named, I said, Timmy, shut the fuck up. How, how, fe- how offended were you? I posted, because you know they're wrestling niggas. I posted a link in Lazarus. I said, yo, these niggas fucking wrestling heavy. I think y'all like them. Silent scene. No problem. Two That's years like, later. Oh, why you need to fuck with this group? You probably sent me some rap I could listen to in 2022. <laughs> I, I could be like, that nigga popping. You, I forgive, because you actually busy. I could be like, Timmy, that nigga's good. Timmy is not fucking busy. What are you busy doing? No, I know Timmy. Not helping niggas get tickets for the movies? You know, I know Timmy ain't busy. Because all of his Instagram stories is be like, yeah, I was going just dot, 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 You're not busy, sir. You're not busy. Shut up. Dying because of Z. Z. I was like, Z is show up every five days. Yeah. Dying because of Z. If, if you're, Shut up, Timmy. If you was a nigga on your Instagram or WhatsApp status, is Pebbles? Cut it out. I was going to say something else. No, first of all, don't, I, don't cut it out. Um, it's I, very, very entertaining when you're taking a shift. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't cut it out. Uh, keep keep doing your thing, Timmy. So now that we brought up Timmy, we could we could I feel like we could segue into music away from cut. Uh, I know that this is still on the nigga with the small calves. Like, uh, I know that, I know that's we need to talk about that. Oh, we need to address that. Go okay. on, sorry. So so the music industry, uh, the Grammys happen. The people cheating in the Grammys. Who cares? Which who we ca- which we knew. Who give a fuck about a Grammy? How long has that been a saying or a thing? But Drake, listen again, this is how you know we ain't coming for nothing. <laughs> Drake is always our fallback. Like, well, one time Drake said. So <laughs> it's, it's been batted around. I think this is on, uh, I think, I don't know if Bud mentioned it on his podcast, but about the possibility just about Drake's place in hip-hop and him being one of the greatest or, or like the godfather of hip-hop now because people say it'll always be Jay-Z. Jay-Z and Griselda might be coming out with an album. Uh, Jay-Z and Jay Electronica might be coming out with an album right now. Which are things which could, like, propel Jay-Z back into the pop culture. And then Nal will actually listen to Jay Electric, shouts to Ammo, uh, for the first time in, like, Shouts to me, too. He teased me about that shit, too. But I, I feel like Amo on that more. You can't yeah, take that from Yeah, because I always get more upset. I, I'm I, a, I'm I'm used to get, like, really upset about tight. that. 
Now we to be fucking pressed, mate. We just fucking nigga. He wants to fight now. I'd be like, wait, you didn't fucking left. I fuck you up. I know the only leg you have to stand on with Jay Electronica is Exhibit C. He had some other good songs. I was like, bro, this nigga is. And then it was a time when, that was during a time now I was listening to Soka, so you don't know if that could work. Dancing ass nigga. So, so here we are. And for the, for the state of rap right now, like, Drake probably coming out with an album this year. Let's be real. What do you think the rap game needs? Do you think it needs Drake or needs a Jay Z? I don't think I don't think the game needs a Jay Z album. I, I think we need a Drake album because we we saw the rap radar interview, which yeah. said if he had brought out an album a month after that, I'd be like, let's go, let's fucking go, address yeah. all that shit you say in rap radar. I would hear you talk about Pusha. I would hear about when Yali was grinding. First of all, that interview is ridiculous. You didn't like it? It, it, it was ridiculous. It was typical Drake shit. But like my my thing is that the rap rap game doesn't need anything except for the box, Roddy Rich. It doesn't. It doesn't need anything. Uh, uh, it's going. It's actually going pretty great right now. Rest in peace to Pop Smoke. <laughs> I'm musically, sonically, <laughs> as Amma. <laughs> several other rappers. No, 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 no. I was I talking about. I was talking I, I about music. Don't put me in a position to be like, <laughs> why is this nigga laughing about the death of people? Cause, no, I'm not. Because no, not. that's just yeah, that's, that's a whole real get into yeah, that part yeah, about it. Yeah. But I think like in terms of music, it doesn't need anything. So. Anything that you're adding to it is going to be a supplement. And if you stand out now, I think you're accomplishing even more because there's so much uh, what I believe is good content or in any other year. It would be equivalent to the NBA winning a championship in a loaded year. And I mm. think that's what's – because last year it wasn't that great. Mm. Like music wasn't that great for, no. for rap or hip-hop music. But I feel that this year, like the last part of 2019 going into now that – there's like an energy or vibe of people making different kinds of music now. I, I, I was about to say, and I, and I, and again, I, I don't want to bring them up too much because they're my favorite group right now. But I think Griselda just brought balance. And they didn't bring balance in terms of content. The underground rappers I've been following who have that content, mm-hmm. it's just that their success brought balance. So when you see Jay-Z have four of their songs on his top list, when you see niggas like Timothy being like, yo, Griselda, and niggas being like, oh, Benny the Butcher, they on everything now. So now it's like, okay, now there's balance. You can listen to Roddy Rich and enjoy that and listen to Griselda. You can listen to... Uh, and you always could have done that, but it, yeah. wasn't, it wasn't on a larger scale, I think. Yeah, and I think that part of the thing is that even like hip-hop fans like you have to um, welcome everyone who is now listening for the first time or listening mm-hmm, after mm-hmm. you sending them multiple links or saying, mm-hmm. like, listen to this or being like, yo, listen to Benny right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you have to be welcoming of those people because the only way you get more of that music is if those guys are successful. If those guys just are not successful or a, a bar below that, you would never get Jay Z no. collaborating with them. And, and, and the thing about it is, I'm really, I, I'm really respectful of you now. All of us who are our age, the 35 and above, well, not like 35, but the 35 and above crew. You disrespectful? That nigga just had a birthday. Oh, he's he 35 now. Yeah. Oh, right, right, okay, yeah. fine. But no, I, I respect us because y'all, we actually keep up with the new shit too. Mm-hmm. Them Pete Rock, them, and all Ice Cube, them, they don't fuck with new niggas. I don't keep up with all the new shit. I'll be honest. We keep, I heard about the box from you. You posted on the Instagram. I was like, okay. This shit? Okay. That's I, pretty fucking yeah, new But I feel like Roddy is pretty mainstream. But like, for instance, like, I guess Pop Smoke was mainstream. That Rest was in mainstream. peace, Pop Smoke. But I didn't listen to it. There's some like newer dudes who I'm. Just like even Juice World, rest in peace, Juice World, yeah. who I don't listen to right away, no. or even YB, I don't think I listen to right away. I don't even listen to but Scott. Like, 
Young Baby. I listen to Travis Scott. But like Young ba- uh, Lil Baby. Lil Baby. I fuck with Lil Baby heavy. Lil, Lil Baby I would listen to. Like yeah. I, I'd, I'd listen to it. be like, all these songs sound the same though. That that YBN Corday nigga is actually very nice too. Yeah, that's what that's what I mean. Like yeah. I, like his album came out to like good reviews, and I just said like, oh, he dating a tennis gal. I like her. <laughs> we didn't. The Japanese Haitian gal who he beats her. her. Yeah. Rip the title. Only because only because I used to follow her did I notice it. I was like, this is this is the nigga who was on the Breakfast what Club. The fuck? That's what I'm saying. So uh, and now of a part of my thing in hip hop is that you have to be known and you have to be able to be that kind of person who can like show pop up on the shade room for saying some shit yeah. or have an opinion yeah. about some shit mm-hmm. that doesn't affect you because Blueface is great at doing that mm-hmm. but can I say I've listened to more than one Blueface song fuck no no uh, but I but I think niggas like Blueface they don't mean it he don't really think he's the best rapper alive yeah, but I don't like. Not, I don't even mean that. I just mean that he has the eyeballs of the culture on oh, him, yeah, 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 just yeah, on yeah. shit that he says. Yeah. Same thing with NBA YoungBoy, who would I would just Kale. Kale is the first person who would be like <laughs> chilling by Kale. Kale, Kale would be like, "I'm gonna show you 12 YouTube videos right now. <laughs> You've never heard any of these songs. You're gonna like these songs." And I'd be like, "That's good," but I would never want to follow up with him. Oh. But he seems way more popular. Than any any other He's rapper who I know, thing yeah. Right now, Paul but him, him on the radio was him. I've actually had people request, be like, "Yo, please play some NBA Young Boy." Da, da, da. Him, Trippy Red, and Roddy Rich. Trippy, Trippy Red does well. He does See very again, well. and these are the people who are like in the social media era who right. get to pop because you know. It's not Trippy Red. It's Lil Pump, who, like, there was a picture of him wearing, like, some... A blouse. A, like S- a... Sports bra. Yeah. And people under the comments were like, uh, how was the girl who left that by your place? Because he's also had, like, multiple accusations mm-hmm. of that kind of shit. So, I, d- I don't know. Like, so, for for hip-hop, I feel that there's, al- there's going to be good music in 2020, and that might be the only good part of 2020. I, listen, I, you took the word out of my mouth. Like, I'm looking forward to the... West Side Gun, Mad Lib album. Because Mad Lib coming out hot right after that Freddie Gibbs album that didn't even make the Grammys. How's that Freddie Gibbs album not be an, anyway? That's disrespectful. That's that was the album of the year. Well, one of. But anyway. I, I thought it was the album of the year because that, that was also the album I listened to the most. And I was just like, this this shit is good. That like, I, like, song alone. Like, I, I don't care. Like, this shit is good. I, I listened to it. And I love not listening to it for like two weeks and yeah. then going back and saying like, what the fuck did people miss? And it's one of those things where if you're in a group of people and they ask you to play music or you could just yeah, like play it, it, you would just be like, ox play. <laughs> 2020, in a ox play. I in lo- a, in the what ox play. I man. fucking... The Bluetooth, you could say it. Bluetooth, they Bluetooth, Bluetooth. There you yeah, go. Yeah. I fucking love doing that to niggas. I love like niggas would be like, yo, but what you listen to right now? I go straight to Crowns for Kings, Benny the Butcher, Black Thought. Mm-hmm. And they would be like, what the fuck this is? I'm like, yeah, because y'all listen to fucking YBN Cordato. Anyways, I listen to them too, but this is better. Not not yeah. better, it's just different. I, I, I gotta stop saying better. I sound like the old nigga. And then, like, then Meek is doing shit, like, coming up with that songs with Mickey, Justin Bieber. That, uh, and Timberlake. Just, is Timberlake? It's okay, Timberlake. see, I need It's actually I did, a good song. I didn't even know that. It's actually, because now Justin. Uh, it, I, it was like one of the white Justins. <laughs> Justin, Justin had to come out with Meek to fix his little thing with the black community, though. Because we was pissed with him. He made a country album. I was like, he's going back to his roots. We was like, 
You mean when you were singing Boys to Men type songs with Backstreet Boys and then launch an R&B career and then show Janet Jackson's breath and back up? Y'all believe that? I don't believe that. Listen. Come on. The man made Cry Me River. You solid with me for that. Logic, le- legend. The rest of the shit I legend. believe. I believe. That still slaps. You trying to make money. I get it. <laughs> I, fu- I fucking get it. Like, you don't gotta, you don't gotta lie to you me. You don't gotta justify it. Black people will still fuck with you. Be like, yeah, dog. We won't, black people won't listen to Justin Timberlake's uh, Bon Iver album. No. And then as soon as he come out there, be like, what you saying, boy? That's it. You don't give a fuck. One thing about black people, if you keep making hits, Chris Brown, we don't fuck with you. But it's hard. Okay, you can't say hits and Chris Brown. <laughs> oh, <laughs> God. <it's> a- <laughs> can't. To be, to be fair, he was, he, he, he was. Yeah. He was what? There's no good joke coming out of that rap. There's, no, <laughs> there's no joke. And there's, listen, there's, I feel like there's no one more guilty than Chris Brown. I'm there. sure gals would hate no guidance so much. But I see in the way gals, re- I, I, I see woke gals be like, yo, this fucking slaps. If you keep making Every- hits in the black, R. Kelly, we knew he was peeing on little girls for oh, wait, years. Wait, hold on. I'm not going there with you, but I just have to make this joke. Every time I see... <laughs> Victoria post how much she liked Chris Brown. I'd be like, she know. And then I just keep moving on. I'm like, knows. you know what? She knows. This ain't even an Instagram reply. She knows. No. She know. I, I don't got to be that guy. She's fully aware of how problematic that nigga is. Yeah. And, he pro- and, I, and Chris Brown has energy where anything. He ain't stop hitting gals. Look at that nigga good. He, he stopped. Look, he learned. But one, I don't trust light-skinned niggas. That at all. capable Shut, of anything. Shut up to Miguel. <laughs> that fucking video. What? Okay, don't link those two things. No, 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 no. Not, not on abuse allegations, but just being light-skinned. Oh, shit. Did you see the wow. video of Miguel r- running to catch the football? Of course I did. That made my week. I screenshot <laughs> it and put it in the group. I said, because at first, you don't know what he's going to do. So, kind of like, what is this nigga doing? Please, please catch something. Don't just okay, run away from your phone. You, this is what you have to understand about Miguel, <laughs> and I have to say this, right? No, no one who matters listens to this podcast. Um, Miguel did that Free Valentine's Day for a reason, <laughs> because let's think about this, Don't ladies agree. and gentlemen. Uh, for for single men, and I know we're gonna talk about your article that you wrote for Valentine's Day. Yeah, let me tell you what single men do. I was once one of these creatures. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be like, "Yo, let me just post something so people know that I exist, right?" And I still look good. Pause. Because there will be women who don't have a Valentine on Valentine's Day mm-hmm. with nothing to do. Mm-hmm. They're not gonna go out. You are not in a position with them to take them out anywhere. No. <laughs> but publicly. then, like, yeah, but then maybe you're one of their favorites, and then they'll message you. That was a fishing expedition, ladies and gentlemen. Miguel doing one-handed catches, that's just a fishing expedition. It, it was a job What do you well think done. it was? It was a job well done. Yeah. I'm also I didn't give a fuck what it was. And I don't even, I'm not even going to get into any of my friends who were posting fucking puppies during that time. <laughs> Because it was just ah! like, yo, just let the world know. Just let just let what the world know. Just like, I still exist. Hey, hey, puppies. I see the, th- and the, the thing I like about those kind of... The thing I like about those kind of posts, shout out to Kale. I love when Kale does his gym books. And Charo. Yeah, no, Charo, Charo fans for that too. And Kale. <laughs> no, I like when Kale does it. Because Kale does it with, with dark skin energy. Kale... Uh, with intent. Uh, with intent, right. They just doing it for a t-shirt. With, with, with Kale, you see what he doing. Him pretending like he ain't doing it. Kev ain't taking no picture of him not looking per- perfect. But Miguel opposed a gym selfie. Talk about second gym selfie. You hate to see it. Miguel, shut the fuck up. Kale, he'll be like, yeah, 
come on now. Come on, Susan. Come on, Karen. And then the next video is him running towards the camera slowly. I said, nigga. So please, miss me with all of this fake humility shit niggas be on. We all do it. I post, I post a gym video once every three months. And the caption is always, I'm still stronger than your boyfriend. I know why I do it. That's, Let me tell you something, ladies and gentlemen, because this is a pop culture standard union podcast. When um, Eternals come out and it's a oh cr- it's an amazing hit, um, you know, much better than Birds of Prey. We're going to get into that later. Um, no, not. We're going to get into that later. I don't want to talk about that. But then, and then they start talking about the deviants, and then they mention Thanos. Um, <laughs> and Thanos comes up, and then maybe there's time travel in it. Um, Listen, all you need to know Titan about season three comes up, about what, what Andrew just said right now in Titan Season 3, uh, Season 3 is an abomination. All you need to know about what Andrew said just now <laughs> and Eternals is picture Thanos and people like Thanos and, peop- and yeah. Thanos seeing them being like, I know what you're doing. <laughs> I was right there. I've been there. You can't lie to me. You can lie to them, but I know what you're doing. I know the intent behind it. I see you. And that's the thing. And that's all Andrew said on his rant. We know the intent. We I know see when what you're doing. working out for real. And I know when you... I know when you... This is like vanity working out. Yeah. Vanity muscles. Let me tell you something. I, I think me and Kale were talking about this the other day. It was like... You know the difference between like the strong posts that you post, right? Right. That should look boring as fuck. It is boring as fuck. But yeah. like when you, whenever you see someone doing something complicated, it's like, you know what? That's working out. That's cardio and that's cutting because they did that several times exactly. just to uh, to post it up. And that is that actually. And this is this is honestly, I'm like, fuck! I just had a good workout just trying to do that. But like the real strong shit does not look cool. It does. Deadlifting and snatches and doing all that shit and squatting and benching don't look cool. No one really takes a video of them benching. Ever. Ever. No one does that. Because, like, what does it look like? I, I, I lying down and moving my arms slightly. I do it, but if I do it, I don't ever post those. I, notice I never po- post PRs. I always post reps. I never, because the reps make it look like, okay, cool. And then, okay, now we, now we kind of flex. Hey, no one can fucking tell. Yes, don't know, wait. When Sandra, how much you can lift? Maybe like a hundred pounds. Oh it's my God, you're so strong! It's amazing that the Instagram, my favorite Instagram um, um, follow right now is influencers in the wild. It's amazing that half of yeah, influencers in the wild isn't just uh, gym stuff. No. The fact that it's all travel stuff, mm-hmm. I'm like, you're missing a market here. A huge market. Shit, we should do that. We what? should start an Instagram page. Just gym Insta- influencers in Don't the wild. Like, I feel like we should. I just feel like do we that. know enough. Eighty percent of our friends work out. Yeah, and most of them ain't ugly. We can actually you, fucking do. You this. could have content because then, like, okay, so I caught uh, Kale doing an influencer in the wild thing. Mm-hmm. I sent it to in, uh, influencers in the wild, and I'm like, so y'all in your posters set? And I wanted to put racism. I wanted to put it's all <laughs> it's all white people on this page. Racism. I don't see what like there's one black person in every like twenty posts. Yep. Like get the fuck out of here. Y'all know what y'all do. Are you gonna be a certain type of black and like person? the Kale post is just like him being caught off guard doing the shame. Like Kari, what the fuck you do? And he he was going to say you like mine, but he didn't say it, so it's still postable. So I'm yeah. like, what are you doing, white people? This is, this is now I have a black person for you to post you know for piss, you to put on. You don't piss everyone How dare off. You? If we post with like video of John doing two plates, <laughs> and they post that, and not another hour workout. <laughs> like, oh, this white guy has long hair, like Jesus. <laughs> put him in a put, put him in a nice fit in the gym. 
I ain't even, telling me John ain't gonna get likes? I'm not even talking about John right now because I don't even know what the fuck he's doing in Mexico. Go on. Part of Farley Juarez. Juarez. A Tijuana cartel. I'm pissed at you right now. Right you're now. not over there with the cartel. I, I, I would go there with that headband. Just so they know. But like. Kung Fu Curry. I ain't doing what John doing. <laughs> no, no, well. Yeah, none of us will be doing what John's doing. No. Th- th- there'll be no s- still at, still hard at work. John is... It wouldn't be one picture coming from the trip. Not one picture. John is... John is a, a video, Guadalajara, tag it, and has disappeared from all social media for four days. I'm like, wow. Wow. You always know when John active. When John active, ain't no pictures coming out of that shit. You know what this reminds me of? I was... Um, Watching the history of Rome and Caligula. I don't know. Like, like, different. I was scared just now. No, no. And the Caligula stuff and the stuff that Caligula was getting into. It's like, that's a John doing. That's, that's John. That's Gary. a John doing in Mexico. Watch a counselor with Michael Fassbender and then them talking about shit that happens in Mexico. That's a John doing. And John is bilingual, my nigga. Anyway, so let's, let's <laughs> more, more into music. Um, the last thing that I had to talk about. Uh, for music was the Billie Eilish stuff when she was talking oh, about she to shut the fuck up. when she was talking about rap music uh, because Come I didn't even talk like I don't even know 2020 SoCal I'll be honest with you I ain't yeah, gonna know yeah. 2020 SoCal tell- shut up I ain't, <laughs> gonna I ain't gonna know 2020 SoCal until like, like April if you ain't going to Trinidad you won't know that shit until yeah. like March or April yeah. but so for the Billie Eilish shit she's talking about how a lot of music is lying and she specifically called out hip hop and the reason people um, took offense to the shit Billie Eilish said is that she took takes a lot of her not a lot her entire aesthetic from um, early two thousand late nineties hip hop. Mm-hmm. So, and Aaliyah, so people are saying um, regarding Billie Eilish, how do you do those t- two things simultaneously? And it goes back to the um, same argument you made with uh, Justin Timberlake, like you want a rhythm but you don't want the blues type of argument. Mm-hmm. So you want to be able to dress up in this black aesthetic when you want to, but then divorce yourself from it and completely be, completely say that everything that they are doing mm-hmm. or saying is like harming or hindering the music industry. But what I say or what I do is, is completely okay. But even I think like being in these cultures, like there is not a difference between um, and. You know it because you would hear rappers reference Scorsese movies all mm-hmm. the time mm-hmm. or films all the time. Mm-hmm. So there really isn't a difference between a film and then a rap album and how no. people let it influence them. Mm. So when she says stuff like that about they're lying about bitches, they're lying about um, guns and AKs during the same time that two rappers died in the c- mm-hmm. course of maybe three months and then rappers would be shot at and then it's always like a trigger or remembrance that mm-hmm. – Oh shit! This shit actually happens. Like mm-hmm. a lot of them might be lying about it, but some of them aren't. And it seems like that's such a tone deaf response when, you, again, your entire yep. aesthetic is taken from black culture. And then on top of that, too, um, if you if she knew more about hip hop, like that's like the Dr. Dre line. Like, um, say I rap too much about my guns. What do you think I sold them all? Like niggas, like yo, we don't have the guns on us now. But these are real stories of what happened. And even if niggas are faking, niggas have been in that environment where they know what they talk. Even even if he was a private school nigga, like Drake. I hate coming back to Drake. We know Drake probably never shot a gun in terms of at somebody. We know Drake never gang bang. But I do believe that Drake knows those niggas. Baka! I, <laughs> I mean, that nigga has no talent. And Drake is like, you, uh, yeah, we rap. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Man, you straight? 
T.I. Remember when T.I. got arrested for all the guns? And so everyone was just like, guns. wait a fucking second. <laughs> and then T.I. tried to reform himself by saying expeditiously 2,000 uh, times. So, but, and then named his podcast that. Some some dude on Ben Shapiro's page, because Snoop Dogg had apologized to Gail King, was like, Snoop Dogg needs to shut up. My God, he's a show with, he's a show with Martha Stewart. I was like, do y'all remember that this nigga was up for murder? Snoop Dogg was up for murder. You have to... Re- have y'all forgotten? What y'all need to remember is, like, when they beat a case, that's their come-to-Jesus moment and saying, like... <laughs> they cut the shit out. Fuck, I need to fuck with, like, Martha Stewart. They were like, keep me out the shit. Like, if if Michael Vick, for example, had had one of those moments, he would be one of the greatest quarterbacks of all 100%. time. 100%. And Tom Brady might have two rings now in Michael Vick 4 yep. if he just got away from those friends and those people mm-hmm. who would keep him in that situation. So that's... My, my favorite quote ever was on Rhyme and Reason, Ice-T. And he was addressing the question, why don't you live in the hood? Why don't you keep it real? He was like, what were we selling the drugs and the guns for? To stay? He said, we were selling it to get the fuck out. He said, so the minute you get some money, get the fuck out. So really, I just got to shut the fuck up because they don't have the guns now. You know what? Go test them. Go test them. Go fuck a Cardi B. She ain't got no guns. She ain't got no guns. will fuck you up. She's a st- extra per. You, you random person on social media. Fuck off. Anyway. That, 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 but she said that that really pissed me off. And the only reason why I think she was allowed to say that. Because country music can, artists can't say it. Because we started country music. Mm-hmm. The pop artists can't say it. Because we, y'all biting off us. They would never say it. Only Ariana Grande would never say that. Lil Mariah? Fuck off. She, you know what her response would be like? I mean, I just fuck rappers, so. The only two gals who was allowed to say that was, and ironically, three gals, is Lord, Billie Eilish, and Lana Del Rey. But they ain't allowed they sad, to say it. No, not, not, not allowed, but they feel like they could say it because they make that sad white people music shit. Once again, Lana Del Rey would not say that. Oh, no. She Lana Del Rey would be the opposite way. She love niggas way too much. <laughs> Matter of fact, that's why her music's sad. Because she won't stop fucking with niggas. Lana Del Rey was just like... <laughs> <laughs> I just don't fuck any famous black guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. You tried it, but, but, but <laughs> she's a liar. Caught me slipping once, so what? <laughs> <laughs> can we also, oh, before we get off the music, can we also address the fact that Drake kidnapped the girl and, we, and like niggas was okay with that? Okay. okay. <laughs> I'm not gonna send you life is good. The guy say. So no, it ain't life as good as Desires, dog. Desires, Desires, right, Desires. Because right, right. like, like Joe Budden had a section on his podcast that. While I was going through my stressful shit at work, yeah. I was I was rolling because they yeah. broke down desires. Because <laughs> thirty seconds into desires, I said, "Drake and Future make a song about kidnapping a gal." They <laughs> they j- went straight fucking Joe Goldberg. You, yeah. they made a song about yeah. it and said that when no one could find you. Be- I listened to this shit, <laughs> and I listened to Joe Joe Budden and break it down, and they they said exactly what I thought in that moment. It's like. <laughs> and everyone's just like, oh, like, so we ain't gonna say nothing, right? We just like, this shit, right. And then I also thought, he was one of the, like, most, like, watch shows on Netflix. So what are, what are people saying right now? And then I also thought, I mean, a lot of them bitches on you, fine. Not love, not the last one, but, like, a lot of them bitches on you are very fine. Very fucking good, buddy. And then his reason is, like, Joe Goldberg, that's a, 
that's a good looking actor. There's a reason that they chose him to be the person who doing it. And then you would listen to Desire the second time and you'd be like, <laughs> and it's hit different. And then you, and then you think to yourself, I mean, I would, <laughs> no, I would not do it. I would never do it. But did I wish I had a mansion in Houston, Texas, where I could put some of the ones where, like, where no one could find them? Yeah. I can't say no. In the words of Jay Electronica, I ain't glad Jay Electric. Jay Electric. I ain't glad at you, but I ain't mad at you. I ain't condoning it. I ain't saying you're right. I'm just saying in your in your situation. Because <laughs> to be fair, who's lose more gas than Drake? No. I'm just saying you can do better. Hold on. Let me tell you something. Who's lose more gas than Drake? No one loses more gas than the person who is putting up those kinds of numbers. <laughs> exactly. The only way exactly. that there could be a loss is because you're doing that kind of stuff where you're just like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> it should be concerning for gals. Do you imagine you and Drake um, compound, as he says, and you just grind this nigga. It's obviously a compound because you locked the fuck you in. Gals up. <laughs> and he's like, yo, let me put this shit on SoundCloud real quick. Oh, let me hear it. You listen to this in the compound, and that's the first thing that you're like, hey, motherfucker, you start texting your friends. Hold on. You, and then she's like, fuck, I've been in Houston for like two weeks. <laughs> and you refuse to let me go, but like. Like, we went to Bojangles, but that's about it. We didn't go nowhere else. In her mind, she was making her own choices. I know Drake was manip- manipulating the, why are you leaving? Don't go. Now nah, I got your ticket. I got, <laughs> tickle fight, got your ticket. He was, you hostage. You going back to do makeup? <laughs> that's the kind of shit you say <laughs> that's the exact kind of shit that they can say to gals you gotta got got be wrong why what kind of gal tell me like, you going back to the bank I got you just stay here just play chill what would you do <laughs> you would just be like fuck Shikari I would be the loosest slut M- my Instagram would be the pebbles be like I just need to walk around the yard honestly <laughs> <laughs> I want some fresh air. I want fresh air. We eating? You, you bringing food? Gucci. I'd be like, I watched Shot Caller. They had them in a cage. And then those guys were working out. You mean to tell me there's a gym here? I have food. And I have to fuck you. And those are the parameters of it. You mad? And it ain't no ugly gal. It ain't no, like, whatever. Because girls don't consider Drake ugly. No, Drake ain't ugly. Even if the D bad. And let's, and let's reverse it and say, even if the V is bad. NOV so bad. You can't, you, you can't be kidnapped for a gal and I take care of you. They're always degrees. It's always degrees. You, you'll make that good in your head. You know why? Because you live in it. Cut it out. <laughs> Cut it the fuck out. Kidnap me, woman. So, like, there's, like, the range between 6 out of 10 and 10 out of 10. It'd be like, I can make this work. Yeah. I, I, I can make any vagina work that isn't just trash. You know what a 5 is? 5 out of 10 is like a starfish. Well, hold on, though. We talking pussy texture, uh, tightness, or whatever. Or are we talking sexual prowess? Because I know some gals with some okay pussy who could grind their head off. And I know some gals with some fire pussy who can't grind. I'm sure you've, I'm sure you've experienced the same. I have. But what I would say is that the starfish is just like a level, like the non-engagement yeah. is just yeah. like a level below. Yeah. And just like... Wow, you you kind of talk to 
kind of talk the big game. You just like, and then you got to get the starfish. It's like the dunk contest. You miss a dunk, right? The starfish is the Kamala Harris of pussy. You forget it was problematic, and then you get back in it, and you're like, oh yeah, I remember. You're like, oh fuck, yeah, this is why I don't fuck with you like that. With you. But then like you let your horny brain yeah. think you think like, why looks, I invited to Houston? Because it looks it looks attractive, black woman. Why is she in Houston? She shouldn't be in Houston. But you invited her back to Houston. Why? And then now she here, and now you have a whole other list of problems and conversations you have to have, and you didn't even really mean it. And gals like that don't leave. Gals like that, you got to convince them. To, like you, gotta, you, you have to leave the house and catch a flight and lie about it and just for them to leave. Gals are okay pussy never want to leave. Gals are good pussy are very quick to leave. Not quick to leave, but they more so on some like, oh, you got to go to work? All right, don't worry about that, man. Good, because they know what they did. Gals are okay pussy. They will not. <laughs> they will where, not. Where you going? Okay, okay, I'll chill here. Hold on. They volunteer to chill at your place. Three weeks of no conversation will happen, and then they'll talk to you like, oh, everything was good. <laughs> <laughs> you just brought up one of my exes. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm talking to this guy. I, for half you're a year like, now. I love the confidence. <laughs> <laughs> and they say, they're like, you know, you want this pussy. You're like, I don't at all, but now that you're so, so, so cocky with it, I need to bring you back down to size and remind you who I is. That's all it is. That's the only thing I was grinding on ego. Okay. T- speaking of ego, I'm going to knock you down a peg right now. Because oh, yeah. I was going to get out of this Press conversation. <sighs> I didn't, I have, by the way, for the record, I haven't seen it. Me and Mel Ricardo in a rush to see this. That's why I know we was like, oh, yeah. fuck. Fuck yeah. them. Th- and this is the fucked up part about y'all, uh, the DC fans, I have to say. Mm-hmm. The movie, Birds of Prey, is probably no worse than... Suicide Squad? No, no, it's better than Suicide okay. Squad, I feel. When I say no worse, I mean it's no worse than, like, Ant-Man. Or no worse than Ant-Man 2, especially. It's probably better than Ant-Man 2. Mm-hmm. Or, it's not better than Guardians of the Galaxy, but it's better mm-hmm. than... I'm pretty sure it's better than Guardians of the Galaxy 2. I don't even need to see it. it it's marginal. So, yeah. that's a, that's And that's what I mean. But I mean, like, the failure of it is so mm-hmm. epic. And it's mm-hmm. just such a shit show that Margot yeah, Robbie is show. out for Oscars and... Birds of Prey is sinking and drowning and losing mm-hmm. the Sonic. Mm-hmm. And it's a wonder that Marvel fans even have the conversation anymore. Because at the same time... Oh, wait, let me, let me, let me, let me finish. Let me hear this. Let me, let me at the us. same time that the Joker could win an Oscar and Joaquin I Phoenix... Say, let's not forget. Wait, wait, wait. Joaquin Phoenix could give one of the... Honestly, one of the worst Oscar speeches I've ever heard. And one of the best parts of that speech was then <laughs> Nal posting the speech. Like, it was a good speech the next day. But I had too much going on to respond. He's like, Nal, nah, that was a fucking bad speech. <laughs> like, when he started talking about pregnant cows and shit. <laughs> but it, this is what I mean. Like, it, it, it's... It was a wonder to just see all that happen and really be like, yo, no matter what, they don't know. It, it really comes off that one, they don't know what they're doing just no. from the marketing campaign and why Marvel could have a product that's exactly the same. The hamburger could taste exactly the same. Mm-hmm. It could be no different. In fact, it could be worse. But the branding is so much better that it could not matter. Like... um, Falcon and Winter Soldier mm. could be just as good as Titans, but it will not have the same kind of cultural impact. Falcon no. and Winter Soldier will have a bigger cultural impact yeah. at Titans because mm-hmm. one, they were in movies. Two, you'd be like, oh, you know that black guy. Mm. And God forbid, if he fucking changed a bear, then black people would be back on Mackie's side. Yeah. <laughs> and, Fox, then, Fox. and then Sebastian Stan, fucking women love him, and that's a whole other thing. So I, I have to give Marvel that credit for this Disney Plus. Like, 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 I know I talk a lot of shit, but with this Disney Plus rollout, and DC, that's the one thing DC had to catch up with. 
But it didn't Flash Roller wasn't that good though. Like they had Mandalorian, no, no, but no, no, like no. the rest of the stuff. S- sorry, sorry. Yeah. Roller was the wrong word. What they're doing with their shows, because they're incorporating like Loki is gonna have the actual Loki. Uh, Winter Soldier, they're gonna have those actual people. Yeah. DC just caught up with that in Crisis, where they put Ezra Miller inside. They put all like the big wooded Titans was on it, and they they caught up late. Because now Marvel's already yeah. ahead of the game, and they put movie budgets and you movie actors. Why and though? But you know why the difference looks exists? Because Marvel, not like Bernie Sanders, believes in capitalism. Yeah, and 100%. they say a check is a check. Yep. If Facts. I give you movie money Facts. for this, are you gonna do it? And you know what the actors say? You pay me what? Agarai. Well, then too, DC also has a Trinity problem. I I I call it the Trinity problem. Wherein people don't fuck with it if it's not one of the Trinity or some subgenre of the Trinity. Mm-hmm. So Batman and, and company, his family, everyone go fuck with them. One woman and her people, everyone go fuck with them. Superman and people, everyone. but Birds of Prey, if you're not in the lore, yeah, but that's in the Batman universe. That's Gotham shit. Yeah, so. but you you took away Joker, which was a mistake. You only have Harley Quinn and three gals. Average person don't know. And then there is an element here of yeah, but DC this is fan, why you don't DC get to fan. make that argument though, because Guardians of the Galaxy exist, and I can honestly say Guardians I did not. Guardians of the Galaxy was a rarity. Yeah, but I can honestly say like I did not read that shit. I did Neither. not. Neither. I, I did I, not. I, I, I can't that. even fake the funk. At least like Ant Man is an OG, but I didn't even yeah. read that shit, and I just know about those stories, but I don't. I didn't read it. But like Guardians of the Galaxy, I a hundred percent didn't read it, but it worked so well. So now you're going. Now, and the fact that Suicide Squad didn't work when it should have worked. But this is why DC fans are better than Marvel fans. You know why? You, you know what? No, <laughs> okay, no, 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 no. Before it? you say anything, before you go into that, What's this? I feel that you can't say yes, that. Yes, I can. Yes, after, I can. Yes, I can. After it might have killed mm-hmm. the franchise, and now, well, Margot Robbie might be, just be like, you know what? I'm a serious actress now, and I just ain't gonna fuck with this shit no What's, more. Because you know what? When they asked Jessica Chastain if she could be in a superhero movie, Jessica yeah. Chastain put a look on her face like, you gross. Right. I could never do that. Now would have Margot Robbie just be like, you know what? That's how I got to move now. Because like, I, I already fuck up like dressing good. My style is fuck up at the Oscars. But now that's what DC has done. Now Ben Affleck is gone. Like now you're losing people to stuff. That Robert Pattinson reveal was real. That's what y'all doing. That was nice. All right, cool. You was mad at that? Cool. Like, fuck you, man. Cool. <laughs> I tried to top you just Let now, me tell you but why. the energy is so different. Let me tell you why we are better fans than y'all. Uh-huh. Marvel fans will watch anything Marvel puts out. They don't give a fuck. Captain Marvel should not have done as well based on the outrage, based on the white tears, based on just the fact that she was wooden and it was not yeah. a good movie. Yeah. That should not have done as, as fucking well. It yeah. did a billion because Marvel fans, and the timing too, but Marvel fans will yeah. watch anything. DC yeah. fans, and from the trailer, that looked like that's stupid. We're like, right. We hold DC to a standard. But Y'all Andrew, don't hold Marvel Andrew, to a standard. Andrew, you know how I know that's they not true? They can make true? anything. This is how I know that's not true. How? Because the Birds of Prey movie is actually better than all that other shit. Right. And because it's better, and you still didn't go watch it, and you still are sitting here. You know what I have in my calendar? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me go in my calendar right now. This is how I know that you are so <laughs> full of shit. No. no, but no, 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 no. Because the movie is better than a lot. It's probably better than what a lot of, of Marvel movies are. But the fact that you still didn't give it a chance. I already have in my calendar for Friday, May 1st, 2020, no matter what's happening in my life, to go watch Black Widow. Right. I don't care. 
I don't care. Oh, no, no, no. I'm watching Wonder Woman regardless. Yeah, but you know what you ain't doing? Watching Birds of Prey at the theater. You know why? Now, now, big reason why me and Ricardo didn't go too. Shout out to my girlfriend, Grace. Grace was so conflicted. She was like, play. I don't know how to fucking feel with this movie. But I was like, if Grace say it, and Grace is the DC fan. I tr- and she's just like us. She holds deep. She's so critical of DC. We hold them to a standard. We ain't gonna just watch it and be like, that's cool. You keep doing that, and then Kevin Feige say, you know what? Let's just buy him. Wonder Woman got to do what she did for Justice League, which is clean us the fuck up. Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman can kill Black Widow, and you know that. Deep in your heart, you know that. Black Widow can't see Wonder Woman. I mean, I like the energy. Let's just play ball, though. <laughs> let's go to bay. Let's, I mean, I, let's you know, what bay. the fuck are we talking about? Let's, let's just go to bay. Let's just get out there. Let's just get out there. Like, Marvel. Hold on, wait a second. I don't want this to be a thing. Hold on, hold on. Imagine this. Like, Marvel just say, like, yo, we ain't going to say nothing. We, get, we ain't going to do nothing for months. <laughs> for months. And then after, you know what we could just say? We're like, here you go. We leave, they clear the slate and then just be like, let's go. And I don't, I think it could have the problem of, um, where I might not touch a billion, but just the fact, no, but I'm saying like, just the fact that I know that they won't do the following. They, I know they won't fuck up the marketing campaign. No. They are being led no. by a two time Oscar nominee in 2019 and they have likable people. Francis Pugh is in this. That's, that's my girl. Scarlet's problematic, but yeah, but. Obviously, she thinks she could play, like, every race. Every race, she, yeah. yeah. but I'm saying, like, leading up to it, I agree. they won't have the problems that, for example, Birds of Prey had. And then they will say something's going to happen where they're going to get everyone out the, you know, everyone back in the bullpen. And there might be, like, a shout-out to some random um, Marvel superhero who we don't know about mm-hmm. yet. And then that's how they get people. They're going to stick to the script. They won't do anything different. And the movie could be as good as... Equally as good as Birds of Prey, but makes so much more because yeah. the marketing is different and because they have a plan. And you know what? Like the reason Patriot fans like the Patriots is because you know going in, Belichick got a plan. You got a plan. We ain't get embarrassed right now. Like you might have highs and lows, but we ain't get embarrassed. Like the Packers and will have like one good game out of like every every quarter. They have one really great game. Aaron Rodgers do something great. And then, but all those other games look completely well, mediocre, and you lose in the championship. Tomorrow's to, to, to credit, and I got you have to give them credit for this. Y'all don't hesitate. They don't fucking hesitate. They just straight go. Warner Brothers, Birds of Prey start tanking. They changed the name. They added one scene. It's like, bruh, why y'all didn't have this plan off rip? Why y'all got a backpedal on it? We still begging for the Snyder Cut. It's like they work Let in this the, nigga work. It's like they work in the Bahamas. Jeez, fuck. But moving on uh, from television, uh, well, this is because this still affects television to the movie shit. Mm-hmm. Netflix went to the Oscars and didn't win anything with um, <laughs> Martin Scorsese. With Martin Scorsese, <laughs> shut the fuck up. I'm saying, dog. <laughs> so they didn't win anything. Um, Marriage Story didn't win. Uh, well, Laura Dern won for Marriage Story, so they got the one. She deserved it. Um, Scorsese didn't win anything. So like Netflix's entire plan is to. They will sink a lot of money into their shows, into a lot of these big budget films. But when you see when you see them come up empty for something like that, does it like does it give you pause or like do you still have the same kind of energy of oh they have a big movie coming out I'm gonna watch this on Friday night I'm gonna watch this on Thursday just because it's there do you or are you like I'll watch this eventually because I still haven't seen Two Popes 
which is another one of their Oscar contender films? Or do you feel that, oh, okay, Net, what Net, Netflix is doing is, is right? Netflix for me right now is hip-hop in the 80s, where they had NWA in the back of the store, and musical purists was like, well, this isn't music. Put it, it's, it, they, they're doing it. Netflix is our generation. They're doing something different, and those old heads in the academy, they don't they don't agree with it. Like, you, can, you can't tell me they're sitting there like, oh, Netflix is... We've seen the arguments. We've seen Tom Hanks then be like, this isn't theater. These are real movies. Mm-hmm. This isn't real entertainment. I think the public is going to fuck with Netflix regardless because I, I just saw a meme about this the other day. They was like, wait, y'all could bring up all the streaming services y'all want. We're going to download that shit. Yeah. Y'all, could, y'all could bring up all the fucking... We're, we're not, and now that the streaming service game has been so saturated, I think it's going to be interesting to see who survives. I don't think DC is going to survive. We'll see about Disney. Um, Hulu, I think, got a good chance. I think, I think Disney, Amazon's going to do well. Disney is probably going to survive just based off of the Their strength yeah. of, of um, just Kids. how much money they make. Yeah. Just how much money they make, and then they have the Marvel shows, and Amazon is going to survive because of Jeff Bezos. Beyond those three, mm-hmm. I don't know if anyone else, like Showtime and the no. HBO stuff, mm-hmm. you are probably going to have to sell to one of those big three companies. And... If Disney was not Disney, if Disney was anyone else, like say if it was Marvel on their mm-hmm. own, I would say they have no shot. Oh, no shot. They no, have no, 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 no shot no, 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 no. at what um, – like I, think about it. Like Disney had Mandalorian and then nothing. There's no reason to go on so and watch stupid. that show. Yep, so stupid. Like that they did not have other shows lined up is actually a pretty bad misstep by mm-hmm. the Disney people. And because Kevin Feige is not associated with Star Wars yet, he was like that's the all problem. But when the Marvel stuff come out, it could just keep coming out. Because you always have to have something, or you can have a lull, but then it can't be um, six or, or nine months. Like, I don't even know what the other show is. No one talks about the other show. At least the Netflix shows, uh, regardless of I don't watch them, they have traction. I see people talking about their other shows. They don't. No one's really talking about The Irishman anymore. They're like, I am not going to watch that again. And on top of that, Netflix has some... But like, Marriage Story, Marriage Story, people might watch that again. That was excellent. I, yeah. I, I, I encourage someone to watch that at least once a week. Yeah, just an excellent fucking movie. So I, I think people are still to answer your question. I think I'm still gonna fuck on Netflix heavy. Yeah, I'm gonna. I, I trust. I trust them now. They've but, made enough series and movies. A lot of them. A lot of them will miss, but a lot of them were hits. But they it, were big hits. It's that. It's like Netflix is going is doing what Marvel does in terms of going after the bag, mm-hmm. but then also wants critical acclaim. Right. Because if they weren't chasing the critical acclaim, you're not going to give Scorsese that much amount of money. No. You're not going to give Ava DuVernay money and say like, "Yo, go make your documentary or go make your um show your miniseries mm-hmm. based on true life events." Like mm-hmm. you don't do that. But they want critical acclaim and they want the bag because eventually they believe they can outlast everyone because no matter what, when you get home from work, even if you don't watch anything, you would at least open the Netflix app. You could say like, oh, there's nothing in this for me. I'm not going to watch it now, but you would at least open it. And, and then just that click and opening it means that at some point, if Netflix decides to pull the trigger and say, we're going to advertise, that'll work. No one's opening Disney every fucking day no. after work. I literally, I literally did that today when I got home. I, I, got, I got home, opened up Netflix, and then went on Tumblr. I was watching nothing, but I was just like, I just want it on in the event, my spirit shit. That's what people are doing now. Netflix is, and then too, Netflix did a good job of being background music. Yeah. You know what I mean? They did an amazing job of that. But the Disney Plus shows, That's I how I ended up watch watching them. Rome and Caligula and what John doing in Mexico. Uh, <laughs> all the shit, all the shows they have, make because a lot of their shows aren't that good. Mm-hmm. But it's good enough to where if you're cleaning, if you're doing something. I tried to watch Sabrina. Not a good show. No, it's not. 
It's not a good show. Uh, and, and a lot of the shows, too, because they have so much content, you don't give the shows as much of a chance. So I see people talking about um, Anthony Mackie's going to be in this part two, Altered Carbon. Uh, I gave that one episode. It was like, fuck this. I'm not watching this. I that was like, background music for me. I have no idea what the fuck happened I, in that show. I was like, all right. I guess, but, uh, but, but, but then you have shows like Umbrella Academy. Like, no, I got Where I will watch that, yeah. And you know I mean? strange, and it, it gives you appreciation of their it. good shit. Because, right. like, I watched, um, they had some dumb key show on, and I tried Rock to watch key. that. Yeah, how's that? And, no, bad. And then I, I, I would keep thinking, and the same thing I thought when I watched, like, a few episodes of Sabrina, is like, Stranger Things is so much better than this shit. And this is why it elevated above all mm-hmm. of that. So whenever they do get it right, you see why their they show will become right. the, like, the most talked about show and mm-hmm. something people have to say and talk about every week, and you cannot beat that. But um, their model, I think, would I don't their know if Netflix will actually change it, but the Mandalorian model of like releasing every week on a Friday, mm-hmm. I thought that part was brilliant because yeah, you had the conversation and yeah. then you talked about it, yeah. and it's the only thing Disney Plus did right the entire time. I agree. Um, ne- Netflix's whole protocol of throw shit at the wall and hope one of it sticks, it's working for now. In terms of longevity. Because they're building the library. I think they'll stop that, though, eventually. Now Marvel and then out. they'll go for quality. When that Marvel rollout go down, that could be a problem. That Marvel rollout ain't no fucking joke, boy. It ain't going to be no swamp thing in there. coming, son. Like, I, and, I, and I'm saying that as a DC nigga. DC did well with their rollout, but then, but DC is a niche product. You, you, like, you, you really like quality, you know what I mean? But, but go on, sorry. This is how you know it will be good. When you see them talking shit before it come out. Yeah. Yeah. When the actors will be that's gonna be like, this is gonna be good. (laughs) When the actors will be like, wait, I thought you was just doing this to pay for your boat. You don't wear tights all day. But then when the actors come out saying, I've been to some shit. I worked with some directors. This is good. This is why I'm excited for what DC because DC did it in DC actually solved their biggest problem in Crisis, which is it's too much universes. So all the universes are now destroyed, and now there's just one Earth. Now they're like, okay, cool, let's fucking reset it's everything. Just typical comic book shit. Until yeah, you have to do they, it again. They, but they had to do it because they were fucking up so much with the Justice League and, the, and this. Marvel is show. going to have to do this. They just yeah. did the whole multi multiverse mm-hmm. thing. They're going to eventually have to reset it. And then Robert Downey Jr. is going to be like 70, and then he's going to come back for his special and appearance. And we're going to be 50 and be like, oh, you all don't know about Robert Downey. It's going to be really bad. Yeah, remember when he had a drug problem? He was cool, though. <laughs> Niggas forget that though. Niggas forget the drug problem. Be like, down. yo, you gotta go to rehab for some shit, bro, to actually come. Bobby up. was fucking up. Let me ask you another question. You watch Parasite, yeah? After he told you watch Parasite, no, I, watch I know you won't watch it yet. Fuck I watched this. It's a great shit. It's a great movie. I, I can applaud Homeboy winning the award though. It's for a no reason. It's a great movie. When we get to do a podcast about it, we can actually do a full podcast just on Parasite because I'm uh, really excited about the NASA parallels you can draw from that. Yep, your, your passion for kill the rich. Scares me. Sometimes. It's not a. It's not a passion for it. It's, it's a like, thing. With you. I haven't even joined the Zetas yet. Like we've been <laughs> talking about that. Though. It's not. A, it's, it's honestly not. A, not a thing. It's just. Um, I just think it's the way that uh, people make content about um, race, right? Mm-hmm. Because you feel that it needs to be spoken about, that it needs to impact the culture, mm-hmm. that maybe it could change the way people interact with each other and it could change the world and it could be just like slight things that could um, be adjusted by it. Mm-hmm. Um, and the same thing with like the the um, the Me Too era that mm-hmm. like 
sometimes the culture can change based on these things. Why a parasite is important and why you would say shit like that and why I thought that the Dark Knight Returns is such a failure because it wanted to talk about what Parasite talked about mm-hmm. but then never fully got there. Mm-hmm. Is because once you then have that conversation, maybe things like an oligarch like Michael Bloomberg running for president never happens because like the culture just will not accept it at that yeah, point. Yeah. And maybe Trump doesn't happen. So that's why I think stuff like that ends up being um, important. Otherwise, you were just going to think about it. Bloomberg versus Trump is just going to be two billionaires versus each other. What's going to say that the next time, say one of the whoever wins, if they go against each other, the next time the only other person who will get there is another billionaire because no one will be able to outspend them. Right. But so that's why the whole idea of income inequality and just even in your own life, seeing seeing how, yeah, like you can pull yourself up from the bootstraps, but those people who pull themselves up from the bootstraps are outliers. That's not how the actual world no. really, really works. Like That's why there's only one Oprah. There's only one, there's o- only one and one like Oprah. you hear stories about the guy who invented Snapchat or Mark Zuckerberg, mm-hmm. and they come from what wealthy families. Mm-hmm. They might not be the one percent, but they're the fucking three percent, and money. that's right. And then that's enough to get them there. So like those are the margins that you're dealing with, and that's the kind of thing that Parasite tried to address. And I think that's a large reason of why they won because you sit there and you watch Parasite, and even if you're a wealthy person in LA and your entire job is just judging and dissecting movies, you're like. Fuck one, that could be me. And two, um, I was listening to this story from, I think it was the New Republic um, last night, um, where they were saying how a robot evolution comes and then basic income is not going to be needed nope. for, no, it's not going to be needed for what you think it's going to be needed for. Mm-hmm. It's going to be needed to stop revolutions mm-hmm. because the only people who will have a place in society at that point are the uber wealthy. So you need to have basic income to keep people docile. And that's the thing that you're actually going to need. So that's a, that's why I, I think all the time that wealthy people are just going to say at some point, just be like, yeah, we recognize this, but because we're smarter, because they view themselves mm-hmm. this way, because we're smarter and we're brighter, we know we need to placate these people first. They need to placate us. So let's just give them money to have like a nice, comfortable, normal life, but they'll never get to be where we are. That's why rich people go eventually get off social media. Was it a Japanese or, Asia, was it a Japanese or Chinese film? Korean. Korean. Yeah. It had to be something Asian. Let me tell you why. Ghost in the Shell, standalone complex, dealt with this back in fucking 97. Chinese cartoon. Fuck you. Ghost, when I I asked you and Nala to watch, you all never watched. I watched Ghost in the Shell. That that series dealt with that. The second season dealt with rich oligarchs, and it was all about they were fighting for the revolution. That's all it was. It wasn't no more wealth for nothing else. It was like, yo, we got to survive because these niggas coming for us now. Anime been preparing us for the robot apocalypse for years, and y'all don't want to pay attention, but that's fine. We could die. We're gonna die. We could die. Watch Parasite, so we could. I am gonna watch Parasite. So I, 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 I won't even lie. Ninety percent of the reason why I watch it yet subtitles. That's why I don't watch anime subs. I watch only watch the dub. Just pure laziness. That's are you? Stupid are you serious? Yeah. Not even kidding. That's how lazy and. I did not know that. I can't believe I was going around this whole time respecting you when you don't even. When you just watch the dubs. I only watch dubs. I don't watch subs. Oh, shit. I don't respect you then. Okay. Fuck you. So, <laughs> you don't even watch so, it. Yeah, but, no, 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 but now, now I know I don't have to respect you. Now you're just watching cartoons. No, 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 no. <laughs> now you're just watching cartoons. Oh, fuck. Well, 
Okay. Go on. I mean, even hentai porn. I, I I need it in like the original. <laughs> well, I don't watch hentai. I watch normal porn. But that's you. Good for you. Whatever, whatever you watch. Whatever, whatever gets your really. Whatever rumble. You didn't even skin. try. No. That's weird. I feel like you're lying. Whatever rumbles your still skin, bro. Really? No. I honestly don't. I'm I'm not even trying to fuck with you. Oh, amazing. Not okay. my thing. But I, hey, don't, I don't know how we're gonna segue into this because I don't know. We all fuck a gal. Do your thing. Bro. That's not, no judgment. That's not what I mean. Not the not the the tentacle shit. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, no, no. The, what kind of hentai do you make? The human shit. <laughs> not, 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 not that shit. Why are you doing this? The human shit. <laughs> Why are you holding your hands up? This is a, this is an audio medium. No one knows what you're talking about. Okay, okay. I don't. I actually don't know how to segue into this. Just like, go. Okay, so no, I know how to segue. I'll get to the segue eventually. But let's talk about sports. Do you know about the Astros cheating? Because yeah. we're doing full pop culture. All them hand signals and it was so complex. They say there are, bu- there are buzzes involved. There's trash can involved. And now I have to say that baseball might be my second favorite sport. Just off, just off the corruption. Just off, just off the cheating, off the corruption. And they cheat there's so a much. story. There's a drama about it. The players are very mad. LeBron commented about it and was talking about if this was me, I would be irate right now. I was like, that's yeah. right, LeBron. LeBron did shut the fuck up though, because he won't say that to China. He ain't talking shit. About yeah, China. but this is different. This is sports. No, this is fun. I'm only playing. Yeah, like, I was like, what? Like, 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 honestly, I would be. I would love to be in that league. You're like, boy, we told you all these niggas to cheat you. Anyway, how we can cheat differently? I would, love like, I would learn how to cheat differently. No, I want to be on like the self-righteous, like, okay, we throwing balls at the head, right? Pause, <laughs> pause, pause. That's not a, that's not a good that's not a good <laughs> sentence in any way. No, but that's facts though. I be boys and niggas. Yeah, I be boys and niggas. Anyone who like they'd be like, why the ball get over, all the way over there and hit the nigga? Oh, could you imagine? I just want base- baseball. You know what baseball needs right now before the season? A rule change to speed up the game. Because if a baseball game could be done in two and a half hours to three hours, I'm one all in and two. Pause. I think I kind of rooting for the Astros. I I just want I want the villain to be there at the end. Like let the Astros be yeah. in the World Series just to be like fuck y'all. And, you know and they're a perfect team for America right now because Trump is president and everything about America is the Astros. America is the Astros and they're yeah. lying to themselves thinking they're not the Astros. I love the Astros. All this considered, basketball and the NFL played that out real quick. Let the villain win. The Patriots been winning. How much cheating allega- allegations? Now, we don't believe all of them, but they play... The, the, the Patriots, 50% the are like, true. That's enough. Like, that's enough to be that's like, enough y'all, to be y'all, true. Wait, y'all still letting them win? Be like, yeah, because y'all hate them. The more you hate the team... My old man, no one hated Michael Jordan like my old man. Until he retired, it's like Jordan wasn't that bad. But during, we're like, no, fuck this nigga. You know, Lakers, 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 Lakers. The Lakers were seen as the whatever. Larry Bird was a villain. Yeah. Jordan was a villain. Yeah. But Marty Jones had to smile a lot. He was nice. He was niggly. So they're like, okay, we can fuck with him. You know what I mean? So now, to win. so now, like the Yankees and the Dodgers and the Red Sox are the good guys, and the evil fucking Houston Astros are sitting there. You know there. who my baseball team used to be until I stopped watching it entirely? The Braves. Yeah. You see how problematic they, from their yeah. name to David Justice, just straight problematic. It, it don't feel good. Can <laughs> I just say, how are the Kansas City Chiefs still doing though? Oh, <laughs> like, when I heard that during the game, I was like, it's fucking 2020. We still, people still doing that? You know, I, try to I was just like, don't jinx Pat Mahomes. I was no. Like, Come on, what y'all I was, doing? I was nervous, because I already, well, I already asked that. That's why, that's why the Chiefs always had to come back, because no, Mahomes' blackness <laughs> had to always overcome yeah, yeah, yeah. the racism yeah, of them yeah. sitting there. Mahomes and Kelsey. Kelsey, we had this discussion. He can't say the N-word, but Kelsey's a nigga. He definitely can't say that. He can't say, but, but Kelsey's a nigga. 
he's not. He's he's Gronk. He's Gronk with a liner. No, no, you that's bullshit. That's he's, bullshit. Listen to me. Gronk is a white boy. We, Hold we on. all know a Gronk. This is how it, no, no, and this I know you full of shit. Stop stop um bowing to the white man. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> Oh, wait, this is just how I know. This is, no, I'm sorry. This is how you I know. Praise the Astros. I, I said, no, no, because so, I didn't say that. I didn't, uh, no, no. Uh, but this is the thing. All you needed, like, forget the drip <laughs> and the black girlfriend and the, and the lineup. The guy. No, all you needed to know was Kelsey's WWE speech, and you just, that's a white boy. There's no <laughs> coming back from that. And I was just like, that is the whitest shit ever. And I want to hang out with that guy. There's nothing wrong yeah. with that. But that, no, I'm not calling him a nigga. Like, just that WWE speech and the amount of woos he had. Because remember when Migos hang out, hung out with Ric Flair? Yeah, it's yeah, so yeah, different yeah, yeah, than yeah. when they're white boys like, hang out with Ric Flair. Because when white boys do woo, you think about lynching. When, when Migos do it, you think, okay, they're about to hit I song. Wa- hey, I remember Watchmen. I remember watching it. I watched it. That was just a couple. Anyway, I forget that. State of pop culture. I missed that show already. We forget. We forget. <laughs> like, hey, DC hired Damon Lindelof to do everything. Next yeah. thing you know, he got uh, Zaya as Superman. You can yeah. imagine Lindelof doing fucking Titans that'll fuck the world right up. Shut up. Don't, don't even say it. Just keep Wait, going. no. That just blew my mind because that would be that, an amazing be fucking show. incredible. Because he would take the themes that they built already that they didn't and fully execute and he would make it perfect. He would make, like, the entire thing. I feel like he would do an entire thing about, like... Raven? Yeah. Meets Iron like, Man. he would yeah, make... Yeah, the same thing. Yeah. Because there's a lot of meat there. Pause. There's a lot of meat in that Raven story. Like, <laughs> pause. Like, it, anyway. Okay. <laughs> Fuck you. The pause said Fuck you. I hate you so much. But, um, let's see what's, what else um, is happening in, in sports. Because sports is the last thing. Well, the biggest story in sports is... The, know is the passing of kobe bryant and yeah, i addressed yeah, 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 yeah. it on the podcast um the live stream we were doing just directly after the super bowl yeah. um for pat mahomes became king um he is king. he is he is king now and that's it's pretty much done and lamar is gonna have to have an amazing team to dethrone mahomes i think the time to beat mahomes was now but after kobe passed i i said how much it like it fucked me up for real mm-hmm. and for several reasons like because if you're our age you felt like one kobe is a contemporary mm-hmm. and you don't see it's almost like you grew up at the same time as kobe bryant and regardless of well not regardless um but regardless of of how how you viewed sports right and because mm-hmm. now was Nal was an anti-Kobe person. And I remember there were times that I was an anti-Kobe person. Me too. But, and you just rooted for the Lakers mm-hmm. to lose for several reasons. Like, you could have friends who like the Lakers. A lot of people like the Lakers. You feel like they're bandwagon fans. But those were just sports arguments. Mm-hmm. And then something like that happens. And it take, it happens on a Sunday. And it completely takes you by surprise. And you are fucked up about it. Because it makes you, of course, like, I mean, we are people who watch True Detective. You think about life and mortality. Mm-hmm all the time but when something like that happens you think why the fuck am i spending 50 to 60 hours going to some job when mm-hmm. this is it mm-hmm. but because obviously if you asked about eat the rich shit because of capitalism you kind of have to mm-hmm. because of like the social construct that you're born into and that people expect out of you but th- and that was one leg of the kobe bryant thing of course what Gigi being on the helicopter mm-hmm. and then having it play out throughout the day 
um, and we spoke about it at the time with me and my group of friends, it reminded me of um, when Miles Monroe passed mm-hmm. and like those exact same feelings of not knowing what's going on and the misinformation and all of those things kind of like coalesce into you being emotional. And I remember I would be at work. I didn't tell anyone about this. And then like you would just like your eyes would well up mm-hmm. just thinking about this Kobe Bryant shit. And we're I remember I had a, my uh, Trini Andrew. I would speak to him about like we would joke about about celebrities dying and having a oh what celebrities would you R.I.P. Mm-hmm. And you would never think, at least in my mind, I was like, no celebrity death is going to mm-hmm. affect me that way. Mm-hmm. And then that happened to Kobe, and you just thought, like, fuck. I, I, that happened on Sunday. I cried all of Sunday. And, I, and, and, and the fucked up thing about it was I was at my um, mom's house. Timothy put it in Lazarus. I was like, all right, well, this ain't true. And then I Googled it. I was like, okay, it's true. But I'm still, like, talking to her about, like, life and all this. And I was like, hey, Kobe, that's just like, oh, shit, that's terrible. Then I drove home, and it started to hit me. Then I go home, and I was like, the tears. And I was just like, yo, because then, for me, it hit different, because I'm looking at him as a father, and my dad recently passed, his relationship with his daughters. He, he, like, you hate to see anyone die, but a good black father who was doing everything right after the fact. Um, my hate for Kobe was the same as my hate for Tom Brady. It was sports hate. It, it was, and it, no, but it was more respect. I, I, my, when I say hate Tom Brady, I'm saying that as, as a term of endearment. I actually love fucking Tom Brady because I'm looking at this nigga like, yo, you just won't stop being good. So with Kobe, you know, Canton was a huge fan. Canton, that was, mm-hmm. Canton took it really hard too. But like, with, with, with Kobe, it's kind of like you saw how it affected others. It hurt me that I hurt Ricardo. It hurt me that it hurt Canton. Mm-hmm. It hurt me that there was people around there. My grandfather was a big Lakers fan. He was a huge Kobe fan. So you're thinking about people who love this nigga. And then the semantics of the way that it happened, and then the suddenness of it. I was snotty the whole. I was snotty the whole of fucking Sunday. And then I think that you also think about like the time that we live in, right? And mm-hmm. the way I think that celebrity culture has ingrained itself with social media. Mm-hmm. And think about how often you see members of your family mm-hmm. or or people who you know. Like if we didn't podcast, when would we? You know, how often we are we gonna see each other, right? So, or e- even some of your your good friends, but you're always seeing like I've seen like you would see LeBron every day. Mm-hmm. So if something like that were to happen, then it has a a replicating effect now that I think it wouldn't have had maybe ten years ago or twenty years ago because social media and the, and the internet in the the way it exists now didn't exist then. No. So back then you obviously like you you yeah. were you were out more. You d- you weren't looking at your phone as much. These people weren't as ingrained into your life. So you would see even, like, um, a few weeks before, Kobe and Gigi, like, the entire meme of Kobe explaining something to her, courtside, was a meme about so people, people, would, people would use it as, be like, oh, when you explain this stuff to your girl, uh, what was the one? Like, you explain it to your girl that both of you are watching the movie for the very first yeah. time. Like, that kind of yeah. shit, right? So even, like, through meme culture and through the whole Mamba Academy, like, you, Kobe's one of the few athletes who I ended up, fo- who I followed on Instagram, so mm-hmm. you saw that kind of shit, and just the reaction and the, the outpouring, you think, this is the biggest celebrity death, like, I know, yeah. like, there are people who were, like, at their peak, like, Michael Jackson was maybe more famous, but that wasn't sudden, it wasn't as sudden, and it didn't see, and even Princess Diana, that was a different era, Yeah, like, this is, this is akin to 
like I, I wasn't alive obviously when JFK uh, was assassinated. JFK, yeah. But JFK. It, it was it's like that because it's still gonna be talked about and it's gonna be repeated over and over again and people are always gonna be the NBA of course won't let this go. No. They're gonna continue to bring it up. Capitalism. And then the the other thing, the the offshoot of this was the reaction based off a of Kobe Bryant's rape case in mm-hmm. Colorado. Mm-hmm. So there there are two things. At least I was of the mind at the time that of course, people are going to bring this up. I know that they're going to bring this up. Twitter. I just didn't think that people were going to bring it up the exact day that he died mm-hmm. with his daughter on the plane mm-hmm. going to take her and her teammates to play a basketball game. Mm-hmm. I thought, like, yo, like, because people say, like, when is the correct time? I would, all I would say is, like, maybe not the day of or maybe not the day directly after it. The next I, day, fine. And, and bring it up and say those things. But to immediately hear of the past and a Kobe Bryant in that way and then bring it up. I think that it was one of those moments where y- you thought like the Hotep, Hotep Twitter was right, right, where they would say like all of this like um, like white feminism is now being targeted mm-hmm. at this black man. And there was a, a clip going around. I think it was shared on the Shade Room of, about this reporter um, where she was basically breaking down um, how the relationship between like a black man and any kind of uh, conversation, and I'm speaking saying this is a person who dates a white woman, mm. who dating a white woman, <laughs> the way that people view you and the way that society views mm-hmm. you and the opinions and the, 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 um, how you're ostracized for it and about it. And then just thinking that that's why the black community reacted the way they did when Kobe was accused of rape and wh- now why it's reacting the way that it reacts now because there's an entire history of it of black people being lynched just for being mm-hmm. in the presence of white women or being accused mm-hmm. of something, even though that they're innocent. So you can't say that one of it, like part of this conversation is divorced from the history of it. And all of those things are, are in the conversation with Kobe Bryant. People want to talk about it fine, but then don't leave out the rest of that history. Cause now you try to lump Kobe in, or you try to just in a, a era of me too, try to say that Kobe is this, but then you also have to like, bring in the history of it and i what i didn't like was when um kobe being lumped in with for example r kelly and right. bill cosby because i was like oh, i don't know fuck that like when that, snoop went i uh, um, gail king i was like i don't know uh, fuck still fuck bill cosby see that's that's what pissed me off with the kobe thing was how quick they were to attack him and then too that that i, I I don't like tall, self-righteous fucks who will go on social media on some, oh, is is what Gail said wrong? Is this a, I mean, he, I mean, he was, a, and you're sitting there like, nigga, you black too. You know the history too. It's not even a matter of was she wrong for asking the question. It's just timing. That's all it is, is timing. The, 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 the nigga body's still warm. You see what I'm saying? In terms of the history, I still get accused of only dating white gals. I've been with about four white, that's a lie, but in a serious relationship about two or three. I have more black girls than white girls in serious relationships, but I still... Oh, I just want to say, yeah, that's right. a lie. It's really no, no, great. No, 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 that's a lie. <laughs> being with and being with two different things, let me just clarify that. But, you know, th- there is a stigma attached to that because, you know, they... I don't know. I, I, I be, just know that... Uh, I think to be too needs to have more nuance. I know that the emotions are raw, so, like, immediately when I heard the Gail King stuff, I was... I got uh, it. I was angry at it. I was yeah. angry at it, but then, like, a couple of days later, I was like, yeah, she could ask a question. And, like, Lisa Leslie... Danced her p- perfectly out of that. I feel... Not, not dance. I felt that she answered it c- 
correctly. Yeah. She answered it how, how I felt that like I would would like she didn't display anger, but she just responded to the question. And because you can't, sorry, you can't like you you can't deny the existence of a factual case. No. Even if you don't no. believe it, you have to say that the case exists. And okay, why do you feel the specific way that you feel? But I felt that um, when Gail crossed the line was uh, when she went to the whole. Um, well, you wouldn't but know you, that. But you wouldn't, right, right? You wouldn't because mm-hmm. that is her then probing. She's pushing it. She's pushing for something beyond the response, or she's pushing for a negative comment on Kobe Bryant when it could just be a conversation. Because no one's actually having the Kobe Bryant conversation um, fully about With, the Colorado stuff. That. No, no, no. But I mean, like, with including oh, it, with, with sorry. like. Okay, like, hey, okay, what about, how about we talk about the case and everything about the case? The same way that the Aaron Hernandez documentary mm-hmm. is broken down mm-hmm. on Netflix and the same way that OJ has a five-part documentary from ESPN. Mm-hmm. Talk about Colorado and what actually happened and why the case was withdrawn. Because, he, like, now in this climate, like, Harvey Weinstein isn't getting off. There's no settlement that's going to well, be done. He was getting off. Well, yeah, he was getting off. But I'm saying, like, in this climate now, there's no. There you go. You got it. You got it. I was waiting for you to get it. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go on. Houston, Texas. Austin, Texas. No one can find you. You got desires. You should have left me somewhere safe. <laughs> now we should let me see the streets. That's, uh, that, you know what? That's all I have to say about the, the Kobe thing. Like I, It was to the point where... It was during a time that I had time to podcast, but I also didn't want to podcast about yeah. it because it like when you have actual emotions about something, you kind of don't want to. It's like I don't want to talk about it flippantly or even a, a I, little bit. Like it took me a week to be able to mm-hmm. even talk about it on the podcast during the Super Bowl because normally like something like that happens um, when Nipsey died, for, in- for instance, mm-hmm. like I. I wasn't a big Nipsey fan. I heard his music. Yeah, so I was, I was like, oh, now we could have a podcast. And talk I was about affected it. by that. Like yeah, this. Like this. And I think you had to different. be from L.A. and be into his music. From Like one of my boys was always listening to Nipsey. So mm-hmm. my first album was his was Victory Lap. I didn't know his earlier work. I got yeah. into it when he died. Yeah. I haven't sit down in front about that. But Kobe, though, talking about Kobe is a double-edged sword because you grew up admiring him or hating him. Either way, it's hate or love, which is two strong emotions. And then the social media age came into it, and then we kind of watched his family. So at that point now, yeah, like I, I'm, you I'm, watch those kids grow up. You watch him right, and Vanessa exactly. repair their relationship, I'm, and then get back together and be like, they they look fucking good. I'm sure on Instagram you have a routine where you check these people. So my mm-hmm. routine is I check Tom Brady's page, I check West Side Guns page. I check Freddie Gibbs uh, Instagram, and I check this, this is a this shit show. Right, this is a shit show, but. If West Side Gun was to die with his kid, I would feel that because I've been watching that for two years now. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I when his son was born, like, I, like I feel like I was there. You know, like what you I mean? don't watch basketball and not know who Gigi is because right. you would be like, that's Kobe's daughter, exactly. and she's going to be amazing exactly. at this. And he brings her, around, and like you would see all of the players when they met them. First, pay respects to Kobe and kind of like genuflect to Gigi. Mm. So like LeBron and Anthony Davis and all the other players would come up. She probably has pictures of them. She's like, I'm yep. shocked by this. Like, yep. I'll cross you off. Like, what the fuck? Shock's, the Shock's reaction had me fucked up. Mm. 
because and then I think it, it made me kind of kind of think back on like grudges and beefs and regrets because like we know how that went out that that was drama for the NBA yeah. and that was a big thing oh Shaq yeah. can't win sorry Kobe can't win without Shaq da 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 and their inner be- Kobe how does my ass taste pause like yeah so to see his reaction that really fucked me up because you know he have regrets. You know, you're looking back at that shit like, boy, I didn't have the beef to figure that out. But. Yeah, and then Jason Williams get, went on ESPN and he was basically, he basically broke down that, yo, all that shit, all that animosity and I hate you have, like, let, let that let that shit go because yeah. what's the, what is the point of all of this? That's what I mean. Like, it, mm-hmm. it, it, caused, it caused one of my friends, Jason, to have an existential crisis about life and all of this stuff because, honestly, what is the point in being so angry at mm-hmm. someone that you can't even have uh, conversation with them. You could not be in the same spot that you were because Shaq and Kobe weren't in the same spot. Because Shaq could be like, he would not talk to Kobe for months, mm-hmm. even though there was kind of like no beef there. And Kobe would talk to his son more than he talked to actual Shaq. Mm-hmm. But at some, like they let it go to an extent, but you could like let it go more. But they, I felt that they had done enough why Shaq was, Shaq was like, he wasted years being angry. And exactly. I think that's where it came from. Um, and I think for all of us, that's also like a lesson. Like you could waste time being angry or upset at someone, mm-hmm. and it could that could all just not matter because all of this is just I don't it's know. It's fickle, but it's fickle. It'll be over in two minutes. Adams, and yeah. So I'm glad that you know we got to podcast tonight. This is one of the things that I enjoy doing, uh, regardless of the other shit that's happening in life. And <laughs> we got to we got to talk about some good shit. I got to make fun of you, and listen. That's we what, did, I, we, we planned to go to Birds of Prey, and I'm glad that we didn't go. But you know what we will be seeing? We will be seeing Black Widow on May 1st. Yeah. When is when is um uh, Wonder Woman 1984 coming out? April. I don't know the exact date. Oh, shit. Yeah, they they, they back-to-back for us. Oh, they, oh, oh they, they back-to-back. Let me get this exact. I, what, see, what, this is why I need to know this to put this in my calendar. The three, the three big movies that we got to go see yeah. is uh, French Dispatch, the Wes Anderson vibe. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Wonder Woman, just for cultural purposes, and yeah. Black Widow, so I can. Oh, it's June fourth. Oh, it's Ju- oh, so it's June after Black Widow. Yeah, June fourth, twenty twenty. Oh, so that's still smoking. Okay, okay, okay. That's still fucking smoking. Let me add that in. I know it's either before, or after. Is that a holiday weekend too? It's up enough. That is wait. Oh no, it's after the holiday weekend. Don't fuck up. <laughs> don't fuck up. I'm I'm perfectly. I'm don't let don't let the chopper jam now. I, I listen. Don't let the chopper down. And listen, I'm, I'm glad that we get to end the podcast boy, on this. Oh boy. Because I am, I am supremely <laughs> confident. You, first of all, what people need to understand is how bad Guardians of the Galaxy 2 was. <laughs> it was really and bad. how Captain Marvel was so bad that Terrible. I went to the gym in the morning and then just like, Andrew, I have to send you four separate four minute voice notes in a row <laughs> to a movie that I didn't even pay to see. And so then, I then, feel okay. I feel okay about Black Widow. And then I live voice note you my reactions while I was watching the worst coffee imaginable. I was yeah. like, fuck this movie. I, I honestly I fell asleep watching it on a Friday night. Woke up Saturday watching. It's like this is an angry. <laughs> okay, so thank you for listening. This has been the I Need a Minute um, podcast. Andrew is yawning right now. Mm-hmm.